Y'all hear them fingers popping this morning? That's me. Get jiggy with it. All righty, let's just hop right on into it. So what I actually come to talk to you all about this morning is the seasons of your life. You know, some people consider that this season of life that they're in right now is considered their losing season. Um, I'm really not sure why, but, you know, how do you interpret that this is the losing season of your life? Why do you, why do you feel that way? Is it because you're not progressing uh, through life the way you think you should? Is it because you lost a job? Is it because you haven't gotten the job that you wanted? Is it because you're not making the moves that you think you should make? Is it because you're going through relationship problems? Like, why? Why is this the losing season of your life? You know, I know in the book of Ecclesiastes, it says there's a time and a place for everything under the sun. It's a time and a season for everything. It's a time to grow. It's a time to love. It's a time to be happy. It's a time to be sad. It's a time and a place for everything under the sun. <coughs> Excuse me. That ain't Corona, okay? But anyway, but I just feel like, you know, because of the season that we're in, and even though we may be losing things and things are not going the way that they should, that doesn't, this does not necessarily mean that it's a losing season of your life. You know, some things the Lord is doing, you know, it should be marvelous in our eyes. I know like in John 15 and 2, God talks about pruning, you know, we God comes in our life and he prunes things, things that shouldn't be or things that don't add, you know, any value to our life. He comes in and he takes those things away. I grew up in the country and, you know, I saw my mama like cut plants and flowers and things. And, you know, I'm looking at her like, why is she doing this? She's over there messing up the doggone flower. But at the end of the day, you know, when she explained it to me, then I understood, okay, you have to cut that off in order for it to grow. So, you know, when it comes to your life and the things that are going on in your life, why not take a different look on things? Why not look at things in a different way? Because everything that happens is not the devil. You know, God actually does what like I said in John 15 and 2, he comes in and he proves. And nothing in your life can happen without the permission of God. So even if your life is a little off right now, you know, you still got to know that God is still in charge. He has the last say in your life, no matter what's going on. You know, I don't have all the answers. You may not have all of the answers, but we got a father that owns a cattle on a thousand hills, honey. I got a father that holds the whole world in the palm of his hand. It also tells you in the Bible that the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. He turns it whichsoever way he will. So anything that's going on around you, above you, beneath you, I don't care what's happening. God has the last say in anything in our lives. You know, so what difference does it make? I know that if, if I, look, I got a father that I don't care what kind of mistake I make. I don't care what I do. I got a father that I can go to. I can ask for his forgiveness. He going to act just like it never happened. As long as I go to him and ask him for forgiveness, he going to act just like it's going to never happen. I'm going to have a clean slate and I'll be ready to go again, you know. And that's the that's the kind of father that I have, you know. I love my daddy. You know, he said, hi, he looked low. Honey, I love him. Okay, it's because of him. I can't even predict my life. I don't know, you know, how my life gonna go, but I know he does. And I, it's up to me to follow his instructions. I got to be able to listen and have a clear line with him. I have to build a relationship with him in order to know what it is that I should be doing. So, you know, like I say, I can't predict my life, but I know great is he that's in me than he is than he that's in this world. So, but like I say, my life has been full of blessings. Like, 
blessings on top of blessing. And one thing I look at in my life, I look at my children and I know, you know, if God doesn't do anything else, he's done enough. And I may be veering off the subject a little bit, but hey, hang in there with me. But let me just tell you about this. You know, when I look at my kids, I'm not, I was going to say I'm not bragging, but yes, I am. Kudos to them kids. Kudos to them kids I got. I thank God for them because when I look at them, I can see the fruit of my labor. God saved me early at 22. I was like, you know, I ain't get a chance to party. I ain't get a chance. I ain't get a chance to do anything. You know, like I remember like going to the bar a couple of times. I remember going to Stanley a couple of times, you know, going here and there. But, you know, I never got a chance. My mother was street. Well, I ain't really get to do too much. Even in my ripe old age, you know, my mom will kicking it but if she'll give you the business but you know like I said when I look back at my kids I thank God you know for the seed that I sow in their lives the Bible says that one plant one water then God comes along and bring the increase so when I got saved at the time that I did I was able to instill in them because they were small kids so I brought them up in the church and everything that they've been taught has been biblical even though you know we have a life outside of church. We have a life, you know, but at the end of the day, what I instilled in them was something that they can't get from anywhere else. If I was to leave here today, you know, I know that what that's been instilled in them, it's going to take them a long way. And I thank God for that. I thank God, like I said, you know, I put it in them morning, noon and night. I gave it to them. And when they got older and they veered out and went out on their own, doing their own thing, you know, I know they had to go through their own trials and tribulations. But, you know, somebody along the, along the line came along and watered the seed that I planted. And it was up to God himself to bring the increase. So I'm, I'm grateful for my children and the position that they're in. Because, you know, I look at my daughter. She's 24. She's been married already one year. I thank God that she stayed a virgin throughout her whole entire high school life. I thank God that, you know, when I look at her now, like I say, she's married, been happily married for a whole year. I thank God that she's setting, you know, the, the foundation for her children to know what it is to be on a happy, healthy marriage. And I thank God that, you know, she's a nurse practitioner, you know, doing what she wanted to do. I look at my uh, middle son, you know, he went left here, went to the military. I'm telling you, my son was in the military in almost two years. He had made, he, he went in as a doggone private and hit sergeant status in under two years. And I, you can't tell me that God went with him. I know he was. And when he got out of the military, you know, the road had got a little rocket for him. But at the end of the day, he went through some things. And I'm telling you, when, when he get on the phone, call me and he go to crying, talking about, Mom, I just need you to pray for me. Honey, you ain't say a name but a thing. Let's get it in. But at the end of the day, I thank God that even now I look at him, you know, he's 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 doing his thing. You know, he's working in human resources and, you know, on on base, you know, it rocking it out right now. So I'm really proud of him and his fiance, you know, and I, I thank God for that. I look at my youngest, you know, just going on to the military, you know, starting out, you know, and I'm grateful. I tell you, I'm grateful. And I like really veered off the subject, but I just want to let you know, if God don't do anything else for me, honey, he already done done enough. Cause when I look at them kids, I can't do that, but wave my hand. But anyway, 
But my life, I'm telling you, it's been full of blessings. It's been full of blessings. And I was thinking like this past week, I had got up. Uh, and anybody that knows me know I love Dunkin' Donuts. I got to have a medium coffee, five and five every day. If I don't get in the morning, sometime during the day, I got to have that medium coffee, five and five. Give or take breakfast every now and then. But, you know, sometimes breakfast, but the coffee, it's always I've got to have it. And uh, one day this week, I was actually in line to get my coffee. And I actually ordered breakfast that morning as well. So I was in line. It was the Caucasian lady in front of me. So I was in the line back there, you know, on my phone trying to find some worship music. So I pulled up to the uh, window and I started digging in my purse. I let my window down. I was digging in my purse. And cashier was like, good morning. I said, good morning. And she was like, um, medium coffee, five and five, and uh, a maple bake." maple bacon uh, croissant and I said yes and she said well don't worry about your order because the lady that was in front of you paid for your order and she wanted me to let you know she wanted you to have an awesome day and I just sat there with my mouth wide open like oh, oh my god I just didn't even know how to respond I was just sitting there oh another cashier at the window was like uh ma'am ma'am <laughs> But I was in awe, like, oh, my God. And it, like, really did something for my day because it was like, oh, my God. You know, it just made me feel so warm and fuzzy and all tingly on the inside. And it's just small things in life like that that makes a big difference in my life. I don't consider myself to be nobody grand. But it's, you know, like the small gestures I receive. Like, you know, sometimes I receive uh, $5 cash sales for Dunkin' Donuts. Here's something for your coffee this morning. Or someone that may send me a text and say, just thinking of you. Or it's the loyalty in the circle that you have with amongst your friends or amongst your family. So, you know, it's just the small things. And I've also learned, you know, when I get up in the morning to be a commander of the morning. I've learned to command in my morning when I get up and I look in the mirror in the morning I thank God for waking me up I thank God for watching over me I thank God for forgiving me of my sins all of these things but I also know that every morning that I my I rise and my feet touch the floor that God has given an angel charge over me and what I do is I get up in the morning and I speak I say okay thank you Lord for the angel that you've given charge over me today I command it I command my angel to go before me and make every crooked path straight. I command my angel to go before me and close doors that need to be closed. I command my angel to go before me and open doors that need to be open. I command my angel that when I arise out of this room, when I arise out of bed this morning and I open that door to go out of everything lined up with the will of God. Whatever the will of God is for my life this particular day, I command that angel to go before me and make everything, put everything in line. And, you know, that's the way that I start my morning. And it has to start making a big difference in my life because I see things are beginning to change. You know, sometimes, you know, like when you get up in the morning, you know, things aren't going your way. Depression try to set in you, but I'm not going to learn to get that back to them. No, no, not today. Uh-uh, not today, buddy. We're not doing that today. Okay. But I said all that to let you know that, you know, God is able to bring everything under control. You know, in Philippians 4.13, and that lets us know that God is able to bring everything under control. I don't care where you are in your life. You know, when you're looking for God in the worst season of your life, you're you going to find him. I found God in the worst season of my life. Child, I went through some things, but but at the end of the day, 
I found God in the worst season of my life when I had to hit the bottom. I probably had fell through the bottom. It felt like it anyway. But that's where I found him. So I thank God for those bottom pits that I was in. And, you know, when I look at my life now, I'm, I'm forever grateful. So even when something is going on in my life right now, I know that that's, that's the love of God. And that's him pruning. It don't feel good. That pruning does not feel good. Because some people I be wanting to hold on to be like, God, please don't take them from me right now. I really like them. Don't take them. No. <laughs> because you got to let it go if you're gonna grow you got to let it go so i'm beginning to like you know bring things to to fruition by listening to god and tr- doing what he asked me to do because sometimes i don't i'm like real stubborn like uh-uh god give it back uh-uh but you know at the end of the day he always wins and I also want to say that, you know, sometimes the worst question that you can always ask yourself is, what's wrong with me? Like, Lord, what, what's wrong with me? And that's the worst question you can ever ask yourself because you can come with all the negative things you can think of as as to what's wrong with you. You're black, you're ugly, you're a woman, you're nothing at all. <laughs> that's an insert from uh, what the color paper, but. Yeah, I'm just driving, but like this here, you can always come up with what's wrong with you. You know, I'm not skinny enough. I'm not fat enough. I'm not pretty enough. You know, what's wrong with me? The Why people reject me? You know, why am I being rejected all the time? But at the end of the day, you know, just understand that when you make a step, God does too. So it's not really about what's wrong with you. It's about where God is trying to get you to. What it is God trying to get you to see. So get in your mind. When you make a step, God makes a step with you. So you're right where you need to be in your life. Stop thinking that you're like in a losing season. You're right in the season where you need to be in your life. You're in the middle. If, Like I say, if you're in, in the middle of anything right now, stay in the middle. If you're in the middle of becoming, if you're in the middle of change, if you're in the middle of a fire, if you're in the middle of a storm, stay in the middle. Stay there. Because that's what God is. Stay strong. Stay in the middle. Stay encouraged. Stay strong. You know, keep stays. Just stay. If you can keep in your mind, just stay. Keep moving. But stay. Because God is with you regardless of wherever you are in your life. You know, every day isn't the same. Some days when I get up, I'll be like, hmm, I think I'm going to partake in a bit of a turn up tonight. Okay. <laughs> I want to get drunk, and the last thing I want to remember is before I fall asleep, eating a piece of fried chicken. <laughs> okay, what? Yeah, I'm human, you know. Chaplin, <laughs> yeah, I had them those too. But at the end of the day, I always end up like right here in the house because I don't really, really go nowhere. But hey. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the only thing I just came to let you know that you know stay right where you are and you're not in the losing season of your life you know I was thinking about you know the things that actually have occurred in my life to where I am now and when I look back sometimes when I look back it's like man I done came a long way but when I look forward it's like I hadn't moved an inch but don't let your mind play tricks on you like that because it will do it okay so like like I was saying, like, you know, every day when I get up, I'm not I'm not the same person. Not saying that I'm not the same person, but you know, my mind doesn't think the same every day. But sometimes I got to pull this mind back in subjection because I'd be like, well, 
where that come from. But at the end of the day, like I say, if anybody like actually knows me, they always uh, they know that I've always been a homebody. Give me a chair and some tater chips, honey. It's over with. I never been the party type. I don't know if it's because my mama was so strict on me and I never, you know, got the party. But I'm I'm big on party, heavy with my family. Like anybody know me? No, I love the blues. Like if you know me, then you know this. You know, and I was my dad's driver to the bootlegger's house every weekend. From the first day I was able to sit in his lap and steer that sturdy wheel, honey, I drove my dad wherever he wanted to go. So like, every time then, you know, he wanted to go to the bootlegger, I drove him right on over there. I sit right there. He'd sit me to the side, give me a fish sandwich. He would dance the night away. And i just sit there and i watch him. And then it was time for us to leave. He'd be like, lit, lit. Okay. <laughs> Some nights we ended up in a ditch. Others we was escorted home by the police. But hey, at the end of the day, we made it. <laughs> but all I'm saying to you is consider this season of your life to be the best season of your life, okay? Don't let it get you down. Let's keep moving in the direction that God wants us to move. And when we come to that role where we feel like things, we're not progressing the way we should. Child, it's just a speed block. Roll on over. Keep on going. You're going to arrive. Not in your time, not in my time, but in God's time. And that's what's important. Have a great one, y'all.